This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. One of the most dramatic highlights of Tishabov is Kino Chafalif, Arze Levonoin, depicting the murder of the Asaharuge Malchus, the ten martyrs, ten great Tanoim who were murdered, even though they were not murdered at the same time historically. But this is more of an emotional pull to describe the death of all ten at the same time, because two of them did not even live at the same time as the other eight. Now on Yom Kippur we understand why we talk about the Asar Haruge Malchus. In the Ela Ezkara, the Gemara in Ma'ikatan says, Misas Tzadikim Mechaperas Lamanismacha Misas Miriam Leparshas Paraduma Ma Paraduma Mechaperas Af Misas Tzadikim Mechaperas But the question is, why do we read about the murder of these Tzadikim on Tishbav? They were not murdered even at the time of the Chorban. Says the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yerchesem and Beis, because Shkula Misas Sadikim Kesreifas Beis Eloikenu, the death of the righteous is like the burning of the temple. So as we mourn the Chorban, we mourn a tragedy equal to it, but not greater than it. The Kina begins, Arze Halavanoin, Cedars of Lebanon, Adire Hatayra. Giants of Tyra. Bale Tracen, Shield Bearers, Bemishna of Gemara, Gibore Kayach, powerful warriors, Amaleha Betahara, who toil in purity. The Kino goes on to depict how they bring in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Shmuel Kayin Gadal, and each beg the executioner, please kill me first, so I will not have to bear to see the death of my associate. And the executioner was so overwhelmed. In the tenth line, we read, "Yadu goyro mi risha in bura." They cast lots to see who would be put to the sword first. Kinafol goyro al Rabbi Shimon, Pashat savoroi ubacha kinigzera When the lot fell out on Rabbi Shimon, he stretched out his neck and cried. When the decree was issued, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel was the nasi. He was the great-grandson of Hillel, direct descendant of King David. Says the Mishnabura and Simhan Nun Gimel. He brings from the Sefer Chassidim that when Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel was taken out to be killed, he asked Rabbi Shmuel Kayin Gadol, My dear brother, why am I being taken out to be killed as a criminal? I'm not a sinner. Rabbi Shmuel replied, Perhaps one time you were being Doresh Barabim. Maybe one time you were lecturing to the masses and in your heart you felt personal pleasure and you benefited improperly from the Torah. Rabbi Shimon replied, Achi nichamtani. If you look on the bottom line, Mizera aroin sho'al bevakasha bevakois al-ben hagvira. The progeny of aroin, meaning Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol, requested to be able to cry over the son of royalty, Reb Shimon. Not He took his severed head. He took the severed head of Reb Shimon and placed it on his lap. Menorah, pure Menorah. 
Sameinav, Aleinav, Upiv, Alpiv, Biava, Gemura. He put his eyes on the eyes of Shimon Gamliel. He put his mouth on his mouth in true love. Anav Amar, he cried out and he said, Mouth that strengthened in Torah. Pisoim Niknesa Allah Misa Mishuna. The Mekainen relates that they ordered to, to and they turned to Rishim Gamliel and they skinned off his head with a sharp razor. And as they shaved off the head of Rab Shimon, he did not make a sound. He did not feel. But says the Kina, Russia! Hapoishet! When the wicked man reached the place on Rabbi Shmuel's head where he put on the tefillin, he cried out. He can no longer remain silent. And the world shook and the earth crumbled. By the way, the Ramami Pano writes, that Rabbi Shmuel Kain Gadol was the Soid of Yoshiahu HaMelech. The Mekoinein then laments the torturous murder of Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara in Brachas tells us Rabbi Akiva was imprisoned for teaching Torah publicly. They took Rabbi Akiva out at the time of Kriya Shema. On the ninth line on page 250, Me'achorav Rabbi Akiva. This took place 60 years after Churban Beis HaMikdash. Rabbi Kiva was 120 years old. Rabbi Akiva's penetrating analysis could uproot mountains and grind them together. His soul departed. As he said the word Echad, his Talmidim asked him, Rebbe, how are you able to say Shema even at a time like this? Says Rebbe Akiva, every day of my life, when I recited the Kriya Shema, I aspired to be able to give up my life, Al-Kiddush Hashem. B'chol levavacha, u'v'chol nafshacha, afilu hu noitel as nafshacha. And Baskal Amra Ashrecha Rabbi Akiva Gufcha Tahar Bechomine Tahara. Kina Chaf Aleph Arze Halavonon Adire Hatara. Some commentaries say that Kinah is the first Kinah that speaks about tragedies unrelated to the Chorban. Rav Soloveitchik argues very compellingly that it is in fact Kinah that is the first Kinah that commemorates a tragedy outside of the Korban. This Kinah commemorates the massacres of the Kihilai Shum, spires, Varmaizam Agensa, during the first crusades of Tatnu, 1096. And accordingly, there's one line in this kinnah 
that can only be understood in the context of the Crusades. If you look in the ninth line, Miyafli Naziros Umiyaroich Nedarim. Miyafli Naziros Umiyaroich Nedarim. Who will now interpret the intricacies of Naziros? Who will arrange the complex laws of oaths? It would, be, it would seem strange that the Kinnah refers to Nazirim. After all, I don't think there are any Nazirim currently in this Beis HaKnesses, nor do I think any of you know any Nazirim. So why are we lamenting Nazirus and Nadarim? Says Rav Soloveitchik, the intent of the Python is to allude to two Masechtes of Shas that are extremely difficult. And the reason they're difficult it's because we don't have Rashi on Masechta Nadarim and Masechta Nazir. On these two Masechtas, there is a commentary printed, purported to be Rashi, but it's not from Rashi. In fact, there were great Rishonim who lived in those times that had it not be, been for the Crusades, they would have been able to compose a commentary on these Masechtas to make them comprehensible to us. But because the Germans killed dozens of Baleatoisvis, there was no one to write a commentary on Nazir and Nadarim, and therefore we lament Miyafli Nazirus Umiyarech Nadarim because these Masechtas remain a closed book. The Python describes further the saga of how of many Yidin took their own lives to avoid being forcibly converted. Like we mentioned in our introduction, this is a kinah we're very comfortable with. Actually, when we were in Portugal, we went to the Avram Zakuto Museum. Rabbi Avram Zakuto was one of the notable scholars of Spain and Portugal. His astrolab and maritime charts were used by Vasco de Gama and by Christopher Columbus. Rabbi Avram Zakuto wrote a Sefer, Sefer Hayuchsen, and he poses the following question. We know a Jew may not take their own life, but may one kill themselves to avoid conversion. And Rabbi Avram Zakuto brings many proofs, first from the Gemara in Gitin, where the Gemara says that the girls jumped overboard to avoid being violated. Because they darshan, Amar Hashem, Mi Bashan Ashiv, Ashiv Mi Siyam. That even if somebody falls to the depths of the sea and their molecules are scattered all over the world, Riban Shalom will, will reconstitute their molecules. So from here we learn one is allowed to kill themselves to avoid conversion. And finally, Rabbi Avram Zakuto brings the proof from the Gemara Ksubis, where the Gemara says that a certain person who did not attend the funeral of Rebbe jumped off a roof. Because he missed out on the opportunity. So we see that there are times where because of spiritual ambition, one may take their own life. And this is what we read in Kinnachav Beis. And we're going to see in Kinnachav Hay about the tragedies of the Crusades in 1090 and again in 1146. Contrasts leaving Mitzrayim with leaving Yerushalayim. We're going to sing it uh, together.
This kinna begins the last group of kinnas. The kinna service ends with a group of ten kinnas. All of these ten kinnas, with the exception of Memalef, begin with the word Siyain. And they are all concerned with the fact that Eretz Yisrael is the chosen land of God. Kinnah Lamed Vav is written by Rabbi Huda Halevi. The greatest lover of Tzion. He was born in Toledo in 1080. He's a student of the Rif and the Rimagash. And aside from studying Talmud, Rabbi Huda became a master of literary style. Rabbi Huda was in love with the land of Israel. He was the one who penned the words, Libi ba Mizrach. While my heart is in the east, Bani b'saif marav, I am stranded, stranded in the farthest end of the west. There have been many great pilgrims who yearn passionately for Tzion. The Rambam in Marnevuchim only mentions Eretz Yisrael one time. In Chavis Avavas, Rabbeinu Bachia does not even mention Eretz Yisrael once. Even the Ramban, he speaks about Eretz Yisrael in a halachic sense. Rabbi Huda Halevi expresses his passion in a literary style. He says on page 328, Who shall make me wings so I might wander? I would cause my shattered heart to wander. This echoes the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, where Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 times. Hashem said, Genikshain, enough, stop davening. So Moshe said, okay, if you don't let me in, at least let me enter like a bird. Rabbi Yudah Levi says, Apel, apel, aleyatzeich, I would fall on your land, on my face. The Ertza avonech lemoid, I would cherish your stones greatly. I would favor your dust. Rabbi Yudha Levi continues, Even standing by the graves of your patriarchs, I behold in wonderment the choicest burial spots, From here we learn that part of the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is imbued from the great Sadiqim who are buried there. Like we find when Nehemiah was asked, Madu'a lo yerupanai. Nehemiah was asked, How dare you serve me, the king says, with such a sullen face. And Nehemiah says, How could my face not be sullen? Asher ho'ir beis kivrois avoisai choreva. The city of the burial spot of my forefathers is destroyed. And then Rabbi Yudha Levi pens his most stirring words. Chaye neshamois avir artsech. The air of your land is the life of the soul. That the land of Israel literally has air with life-giving spiritual properties. So the question is, friends, these are the last ten kinnas. The problem is these are not kinnas. Nothing is lamented. Nothing is mourned. All it talks about is the beauty, the sanctity of the land of Israel. What are they doing here in kinnas? You have ten kinnas that are not kinnas. 
But the answer is, as we've come to the conclusion of the Kinna service, we always have to trace back to the beginning. How did we get into this mess in the first place? And that is because we cried over the land of Israel. We showed apathy to the land of Israel. We said, God, we're not interested in the land. So the Shalom says, no problem. I'm not going to destroy the land as a punishment, but as a natural consequence. Because if you love the land as your homeland, how could you bring yourself to cry over it? So by showing apathy to Eretz Yisrael, we severed our soul bond to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, at the end of Kinos, in order to rectify this, we have to live the words of Rabbi Yudah HaLevi. To re-engender within our hearts the natural love of the Jew for Artsenu HaKadosha. These are not kinnis. These are expressing the objective of kinnis, And that is to correct Vayivku Ha'am Okay. This uh, base Hakneses is named after the Tzaddik, Harav Mordechai Leib Gladstein, Zechetzak Lavracha, who was a Holocaust survivor, who was in all the dark places, in Radom, in Auschwitz, and in Dachau. And when he was in Auschwitz, he saw them carrying away the old people. And the old people were crying, who's going to say Kaddish for us? And my grandfather accepted upon himself that if he were to survive, he would never forget the memory of these Kedoshim. And he said Kaddish for them every single day of his life for 70 years. So this Beis HaKnesses is built on the memory of these Kedoshim. We're going to say now, one of the kinos that was composed for the Holocaust of Rabbi Shimon Schwab on page 386. <laughs> Alleluia. <laughs> 
Alleluia, <laughs> Ale Kailois Macharfeha, Beis Rabu Figareha, Biarig Shas Megadifeha, the Saich Mishkan Chatsereha, Ale Shimcha Asher Hulal, Befi Kame Mitsireha, Bial Tachan Yitzab Hulach, Geshoi Bushma Amoreha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.